0: What's up, nutty buddies?
1: Welcome back to episode two zero. That is twenty for all of you out there and all you haters that wouldn't say we made it. We made it. Um, Chan hopes you had a good day yesterday uh, and then a good day today and a better day tomorrow. We've got some immaculate good baseball and football today, and then we're gonna go through our award predictions for the twenty twenty three NFL season. We're only one week away, baby. Almost Thursday.
0: into it, peanut.
1: Next Thursday we got Chiefs. Lions. Lions, Chiefs, Lions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. College football week one is today. We got a big matchup between the Zoo and South Dakota. I know everyone's gonna be watching tonight. We got M I Z Z O U, baby.
0: All right, let's get into some grid, boy. Grid, grid, grid,
1: grid. So we're a um, baseball immaculate grid started off. Uh, we have the columns of the Atlanta Braves, New York Mets, and Chicago Cubs. The rows are the Minnesota Twins, the Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Tampa Bay Rays.
0: I was thinking Tommy Pham for Mets. Uh, Rays. That is a good one. Nine percent, not bad. Nine percent. Tommy Pham,
1: the Rays, and the Mets. Um. I'm
0: going to go ahead and take this one here, the
1: Braves and the Pirates. I'm going to put Charlie Morton, 17%. That's
0: nice. Great. What about Mets, Twins, uh, Johan, Santana? This is true. I bet this one's going to be pretty. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. Hold on.
1: It's okay. Ah, fine. I mean, so you just got Johan, Santana at 34% for the Mets and Twins. And we, right now we got. We're doing Mets good right, right now. Twins We're rolling. Tommy six guesses left.
0: Oh, uh, Pirate Me- Vogelbach. Mm. Oh, that's not bad, yeah, actually. As long as we're, like, under 20, I'm pretty, like, okay. Yeah. I know what I'm doing a little bit. Aramis Ramirez. Yeah. He was a Pirate, wasn't he? Yep. Boom. Edwin
1: Jackson. Boom, 6%. There you go. He must fit in somewhere else or something like that. Only 6%. Oh! BJ Upton. to goof picture. So we are at seven out of nine right now. We still need the Braves, Twins, and the Cubs. Twins.
0: Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson. Twins. Braves. W- was he uh, a F- Cub? Fernando Rodney. Fernando Rodney. Yes. Fuck yeah. Rodney was both. Rodney was both.
1: This is like this is the type of guy that I. Fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> <in the> fucking <laughs>
0: That's who I think I was thinking of with a uh, Colome yeah. or Clom, oh, my but. Team. Yeah, we were on track there. We fucking both clicked there okay. at the same time. <laughs> the nine <trail>. percent. <laughs> wow.
1: nine percent there.
0: So we did. He's it. the highest at nine. What yeah. was uh, Fernando Rodney?
1: I don't know if it's even gonna show up. But... Oh, oh yeah,
0: it will. What
1: do I mean? Fernando Rodney was five percent. So fuck yeah, bro. We finish up, and our, our immaculate grid looks like Josh Donaldson, Johan Santana, Fernando Rodney, Carly, Carly, Charlie Morton, Daniel Vogelbach, Aramis Ramirez, BJ Upton, Tommy Pham, Edwin Jackson. We've seen some good-looking group. One of these players play too. This isn't some like. This is straight off the dome. First, first time yeah, i on a podcast. Good job, Peanut. Good job, Chandler. Now on to the football (laughs) immaculate grid. The columns we got the Bears, the Colts, a 3,000-yard passing season. And then in the rows, we have the Baltimore Ravens. I almost called them the Orioles. The Seattle Seahawks and the Super Bowl champion. Or a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, so they need... Super Bowl winners must have appeared in a game for the team during the Super Bowl winning season.
0: Uh, You want to do... Joe Flacco for passing? Yeah, I'll
1: do Flacco. You uh, think? 62%. Joe Flacco can do this. This is Roquan Smith. Yeah, sixty Okay, so off to a good start here. Uh, I got two. Oh, that was
0: dude who just got traded, right? Yeah. Like, okay.
1: But for the football one, I'm not necessarily the greatest for getting great rarity scores, so I'm just trying to get it done.
0: Passing or did Gino throw for 3,000 last year?
1: Yeah,
0: let's do Gino, Gino Smith
1: 14% unique and guacamole. Okay,
0: you like that one? I do like that one. Yeah. Tom Brady for bottom right or Mahomes or who else? Rogers <laughs> Or Rich Gannon. <laughs> you never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> Alright, uh... That's all good. While we're fucking sending it like that, give me Devin Hester, bitch. I fucking told you! <laughs> I fucking told you. I fucked this,
1: <laughs> fuck this up. I fucked this, fuck this up. I was so confident in Rich Gannon. Fuck, 10% of my homes. Yeah, I mean, there's a billion people. I'm sure Tom Brady was the one there.
0: Walter Payton? Wasn't he Bears? Yeah. Alright. I. How old were we? I fucking hate. I
1: fucking hate oh, that. Johnny Unitas. Yeah, I hate that. I hate everything about that. So that's my fault. <laughs> rich game, not a winner.
0: <laughs> Do that middle. Do middle. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Matt hasselback Oh. Let's see.
1: Austin Blythe. Philip Dorsett. Marquis Mingo. Dwight Freeney.
0: Well, hey, we just did. The NFL and MLB, Immaculate Grids. We were perfect on the MLB, and we missed one on the NFL. I'll the take it, bro. Yeah, yeah the middle was tough. I don't think you are going to get the middle. This Johnny Unitas pool was pretty cool. You know, 4%.
1: Like He didn't win. Oh, he did win one. That's I right. thought he
0: did, bro. You had me second guessing. I'm
1: so dumb, bro. I fucked everything up this episode. Was, not bad. That was ninety five percent. You were not. thinking so hard
0: and it was ninety-five <laughs> percent, the second highest. Level. Damn. Take it. Alright, Peanut, let's get into our NFL prediction or no award predictions. Predictions for the awards of the NFL. And such. Yeah, we're gonna predict so uh
1: predict the awards.
0: Would you like to start off with your 2023 2024 MVP? <clears throat> yes. Or should we save that for last? How no, are we no, going to no, do we'll this? We'll save it last. Order? Yeah,
1: so you losers if you want if you thought we were we just juked you out and get your Eckner. <laughs> we'll save MVP for last. Let's start with the most boring one. Uh coach of the year. <laughs> Did you do a coach of the year. Coach of the year. Did You do a coach
0: of the year at all? Yeah. I can. Oh,
1: you just picking off of. You. Wow, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Dan's using betting I mean, I can, bro. I use my brain, bro. I'm good on the fly. Mm -hmm. What kind of fly? Ooh. I already know who's my coach of the year. Who's your coach of the year? My coach of the year is Arthur Smith. For the Atlanta Falcons. I like the Falcons this year, so I'll ride with them. Um, I do like uh, Brian Dayball. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought he should have won it last year. Um, Sirianni got it, didn't he? Sounds about right. But think about this:
1: if you pick uh, Brian Dayball, that means that uh, the Giants did well in your division. That is
0: true. I do like Dayball though, and I don't think the Giants are. uh, I mean, they're probably going to be a mid-like team. They're respectable, you know. Yeah, I think. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, I'll go with uh, Arthur Smith, Atlanta. I think they're going to be really exciting. I like a lot of the pieces that they have on the offensive side of the football, like I've already said in prior episodes. But uh, hopefully, Ritter clicks, um, and their defense is good enough. And yeah, give me give me uh, Arthur Smith for coach of the year. Not bad. Who you got?
1: Uh, so I will. I do want to say that the favorite for this is Dan Campbell. Are the betting favorite is Dan Campbell at plus one thousand. So. Um, just those odds alone, it's pretty difficult to um, to pick Coach of the Year straight out of the gate. I'm going Zach Taylor, so he's plus three three thousand right now. Vandu. Uh My vote for Zach Taylor being um, I'm I think this is the year that they finally get through that hump. I like Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, obviously, um, like are going to be in the way at some point. Maybe Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, or various other aaron Rodgers and garrett wilson there's plenty of teams that could end up there for the afc but i think this is the year that they finally put it together um like zach uh, earlier in his career i believe won it a second year in his career um the the comeback year from his initial year with joe burrow where they went they go they went two seven and one together their first year Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor. And then next year, 10-6. So I believe he won at that second.
0: Insert year. Jamar Chase. <laughs> yes, uh, that's what that will
1: do. Uh, so, yep. I think this is the last year that they're going to have T. Higgins. I don't think he's going to come back. Um, I just think they got to push the, the the chips in right now. Their the roster is going to get very expensive. They spend a lot of money on the offensive line. It's time for it to all to come together. And not just an AFC Championship loss. So
0: Yeah, they got Higgins. Uh, and Burrow hasn't even got paid yet. Yeah, he did. He hasn't signed no fatty yet. Or was that Herbert that signed it? And Herbert yeah, did. Yeah,
1: Herbert signed it. Burrow was waiting for him. And then they got to uh-huh. pay Mixon potentially. Higgins.
0: Yeah, Mixon's just on a one, right? Something like that. And then
1: you also have Tyler Boyd, their third wide receiver, who is probably a wide receiver too anywhere else.
0: Probably a lot of defensive guys too, yeah. we're not mentioning.
1: I don't think their defense. They they got a uh, Chico Ouzier coming back. He didn't play at all last year for them. I don't think or not that much
0: former Cowboy. I dig it. I dig the uh, the Taylor prediction. He don't get a whole lot of credit neither. No,
1: I he was he got hired the same time uh, that like the Rams won the Super Bowl and Sean McVay was like the shit hey get you a Sean McVay and Zach Taylor got hired and mm. then it was like okay did we give it the keys to the wrong person and in the second <laughs> year uh, thanks to Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase of course that changed Yep. alright what's next Peanut? Let's do the comeback player of the year and possibly the most predictable uh, award I think we all have the same person I would hope seems pretty easy of a choice here
0: yeah Yeah, give me uh, Matthew Stafford. So
1: there's this guy who died on a football field. uh, (laughs) And he will definitely win Comeback Player of the Year, Damar Hamlin. I'm sure everyone's heard this story. he be dead for like seven minutes. Dude, the odds are insane. The the fact that he is minus 3,000 on an award is hilarious uh, in its own right. But he made the roster, so um, as long as he makes a tackle, I think that people will people i think he'll get voted as comeback player the year there I mean, he's not a bad yep. player either like i feel as if he might be given the pass as being like a good player or because that he was dead at some point but he's right. very serviceable he'll play in rotation in that, that safety spot for the yep
0: yeah, it's just too uh he died Is it too <laughs> too good of a story yeah I mean, it was bad at one point. Yeah, probably. Good of a story. Anyway, congrats, Damar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. Comeback player of the year.
1: What about the rookies, Chan? Lots of big names on the rookie side. You went Arthur Smith for coach of the year. Does that mean you have Bijan Robinson as your offensive rookie of
0: the year? Um, offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, give me Bijan, bro. Figures. Give me Bijan offensive rookie, cause you know rookie year they pop, running backs pop, right?
1: That's that's the word on the street is that they're better when they're younger. So that's running backs. That applies to not many other things in life.
0: <laughs> they're gonna Wander use Franco. the shit out of him, right? Yeah. Wander, but yeah, give me uh, give me Bijan for. Offensive rookie of the year, who you got?
1: He's the favorite at plus 300. I mean, rightfully so. He should be the starting running back day one there. Uh, I've got Bryce Young um, for no particular reason. Uh, I, <laughs> I I enjoy watching, um, enjoy watching good football, and I think this man's going to put together a lot of good football. Saw a clip with Hayden Hurst, the tight end, new starting tight end for the Carolina Panthers, talking to C.J. Uzoma. Uh, in a clip what it looked like from Hard Knocks practice. Um, the first week of the preseason with the Panthers and Jets, he was talking about how Bryce Young was able to make a throw, like a shortstop, moving to his left, throwing to his right, off of one foot, jumping, and hit like perfect down on the other side of the field. Been very that's good to yeah, hear. I'm very encouraged <laughs> about what I've been able to hear about Bryce Young. He has been called the Steph Curry of football. Um, so, we'll see. I mean, he... He's a great leader from what I've seen already. After every single game, he stands in front of the tunnel, high fives. And then Brian Burns comes up to him. They hug each other, and that's the way he leaves the field. Like, Brian Burns and him are the shit right now. Basically, Cam Newton and Luke Kuechly. So, I feel very good where we're at. Uh, wide receiver room, not good. But Bryce Young, get ready for the best rookie quarterback season you've ever seen. Literally ever. Yeah. Ooh. I don't, know, who's, I don't okay. know who did it before that, but... um Bryce Young will be better. Peyton Manning had 30 interceptions. Set the record. Bryce Young won't, won't even be close to that. He's too smart.
0: <laughs> All right. What next? Defensive rookie of the year. See,
1: this is... I like this one because in this draft class, I feel as if there's not necessarily one dominant defensive player. Um, like, there's... Great edge rushers, obviously, and Tyree Wilson and Will Anderson. Will Anderson being the favorite at plus 430 still. Is that what he is in FanDuel right now? Uh,
0: I don't. I'm on. What is this? Uh, Vegas Insider. Well, and Will Anderson's plus 350.
1: Okay, but Will Anderson's the favorite. Um, just due to the amount of playing time he's going to get. He was the third overall pick by the Texans after they traded up to get that pick from the Cardinals. So he's going to get a lot of playing time, a lot of run on the edge. I assume he's going to be in double-digit sacks at some point this year. All that to say, Jack Campbell, linebacker for the Lions, is my pick. Extremely smart uh, linebacker. I think he's going to be... I'm going to compare every white linebacker to Luke Kuechly, but he, he seems to be like a smart, athletic, um, read the defense kind of guy. I don't I don't think he's necessarily going to athletically blow you away. The man's going to make some football plays. Uh, he's all over the, the place. Uh, at Iowa, he, I'm pretty sure he like led the country in tackles. I uh, was there. I, I think that he will be the guy that challenges for the lead in tackles every single year uh, while he's with the Lions. I think it took him a to pick 25 in the first round. 15 in the first round. Either way, made him a first round pick and people thought he reached or people thought that they reached. Um, he's just going to be a great player for them. My opinion.
0: I like that. Um, I'll go with Tyree Wilson. The Raiders. Because he wore a badass suit draft night. And uh, I don't know. That'll make a, a man fall in love with another man if he wears a badass suit like that. Yeah, Plus, you got Max Crosby. Max Crosby. Dude's going to be worrying about more. So here comes Wilson. Chandler Jones is getting after there. the quarterback. Right. Is he? Yeah, I think, we I think he about is. Chandler Jones. Like, everyone. Does. I think he is for sure. Because he's the one who blew up Max. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that one play yeah, last he's year.
1: He's he-, <laughs> he had uh, four and a half sacks last year. Not not amazing, but I mean, this is coming from a guy. Who at one point, had nineteen. The league was seventeen. Year, so
0: that's uh, a respectable ass D line,
1: yeah, bro. Chandler Jones, Tyree Wilson, and uh, Max Crosby. Max. So that's that's pretty nasty. Nasty three man
0: rotation. Yeah, give me the guy with a nice suit for uh, offensive def- or defensive rookie of the year. Hell yeah. So
1: no. CJ Stroud for either of our offensive rookie of the year, I think that would have to do a lot with their uh, their pass catchers. Would you say
0: weapons? <laughs> yeah, a lot of for weapons. Sure. There. I mean, honestly, like, dude, that just has so much to play in. Like, if Bryce Young or CJ Stroud was on Cincinnati, or you know, like, it's a completely different story. But Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. Don't got no help, you know, receiving options. Yes, yes. Oh, they, they don't have a lot. They, I mean, there's some nice pieces, but nothing crazy. I don't think
1: there's a single wide receiver one on either of their teams. Like, yep. there's no there's no dude who you expect to go out there and grab you five for 80. Like, right. The,
0: and maybe there is that we just don't know about him yet type thing. And maybe somebody breaks out and it's like, oh, Bryce Young's got this guy that, you know. Yeah. Or, oh, CJ's got this guy and they're going to be great together for a long time Nothing but either. i know we don't know enough yeah mingo
1: so now we got our offensive player and defensive player of the year this is where it gets fun because there are a lot of great football players in the league as we know uh, you could go offensive player of the year you, you got a lot of wide receivers that could win an award catching from potentially an MVP quarterback you have running backs who in this league I mean, Josh Jacobs ran for 1,600 yards last year, so there's no doubt that uh, the running back could win this award. Tight end, you got Travis Kelsey you go up there and catch a lot of, um, a lot of touchdowns, get a lot of receptions. from Patrick Mahomes, there's plenty of ways to go around here. So, what, you, which way are you going, man? Which way you got for office player
0: of the year? Um, man, I, I don't want to be boring. You
1: want to say Jamar, don't
0: you? i do because that's all i've been hearing from everything like uh oh jefferson popped last year this is jamar's pop year that's what everybody's been saying the
1: thing is jamar is popped too it's not it's not like jamar is playing bad football he's putting up elite wide receiver numbers so him popping is significant yeah um
0: does. yeah i probably go jamar i guess
1: and you want to trade away Joe Burrow? Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I do. Weird. <laughs> hey, this brain don't work perfect. Okay. Are you cons- Sometimes it struggles.
1: Are you concerned with him uh, in his brain last year at all? Or the end of the season? Or middle of the season, I'd say he missed like four games or so.
0: No, I mean, not after having a whole off season to get that shit right.
1: Yeah, I... My, my worry with the Cleveland, Cleveland with the Cincinnati wide receivers is if, if Chase goes down or Higgins goes down, like obviously those are your two big dogs. You lose one of those guys, I, I think that like you're looking for a fourth wide receiver. I, you, you couldn't, I couldn't guess the fourth fucking wide receiver on the Bengals. Not, not like they have an elite top three. But you lose one of those two guys. I don't know if Tyler Boyd is going to be able to produce at the level of those other guys. So.
0: I don't know, bro. I kind of disagree with that. For real, they're so deep that Higgins could step up be the one, or if Higgins is out, Boyd can step up and be the two, or however it plays out. That I think they'll be just fine. For real, I think
1: the, the, those two guys are very important to their success.
0: I mean, you look at it back uh, last year when Jamar missed those couple games, Hagan stepped up. Yeah, I don't, you know,
1: I I think their wide receiver room as a whole, though, if you lose one of those two guys is obviously significantly worse.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Boyd as your number two, like, yeah, like I, I just mentioned that he's probably wide receiver two on another team, but that's not necessarily the situation you want to be in whenever you're probably running oh, yeah, for three, sure three wide receiver sets and trying to throw the ball 40 plus times a game with Joe Burrow. Yeah, right. I, I think that they would need more depth on that back part, but that has nothing to do with Jamar, obviously.
0: Yeah. Um, my pick. Who, uh, who
1: you got? So he's got, an, got a new guy slinging him some footballs. He won an award last year. And last year, he was a rookie. Garrett Wilson is my offensive player. Ooh. So, okay. Devontae Adams was, taking, was taken to another level. And Devontae Adams is very good at football, um, regardless. But think about the ability that... Let me just rephrase myself. I'm cutting all that. So, Devontae <laughs> Adams had Aaron Rodgers uh, in Green Bay. And that was extremely successful. He leaves, and then Aaron Rodgers throwing to Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Alan Lazard, Marquez Valdez-Scantling was there before he went to the Chiefs. Aaron Rodgers needs his dude. Like, yes, he did well, but with those those two years that he won MVP towards the back end of his career, two and three years ago, uh, Devontae Adams was there, and Devontae Adams was not necessarily the reason, but Devontae Adams could go out there and have you 10 catches, 150 yards, and two touchdowns, and that would win you the game. Devontae Adams being a wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers was not fair. You can't have a top five wide receiver and a great route running wide receiver. All of those that two combination and the speed, the separation, the hands, you cannot give that to Aaron Rodgers because he will win MVP. Devonte
0: is a freak, bro.
1: Um, not to directly compare Devontae Adams and Garrett Wilson because I think they're different styles and that Adams is a little bit bigger. Um But Garrett Wilson going against sauce Gardner in practice every single day. And we saw what he was able to do last year with Joe Flacco, and Mike White, Zach Wilson. And now you have Aaron Rodgers. Yep. That is a jump. He's at plus 2,500 right now. Favors tomorrow at plus 1100 on Vandal. Like uh, give me Garrett Wilson 10 times out of 10. I, I think that he's, Will probably put up like fifteen plus, fifteen hundred plus yards this year for Stevens. nasty. I
0: do like that pick for sure. I do like that.
1: Last year he did eleven hundred yards. I think and he only started twelve games.
0: He'll go for fifteen.
1: I think 15's easy. Yeah, especially. I mean, like that wide receiver room's is talented. More talented than it was last year, but he's the clear number one. I don't think there's any
0: competition. 100%. They'll be getting the football in his hands. Absolutely. Fuck you, Austin. (laughs) (laughs) So,
1: DPOY. Last year, it was... Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, that is correct. Nick Bosa is still without a contract. Let's go, by the way. That boy ain't got no money. He ain't got no money. Um, who you got, Chan? I, I assume that this is... Who plays for salad? Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. D-P-O-Y. Chandler going out on a limb here. This
0: year's got to be the year. Last year, he was absolutely dominant at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Kind of cooled off a little bit um but still like the thing is is if you want to talk about somebody who can make an impact on a game there's no one in the nfl that could do it like micah you could play that dude anywhere you know what i'm saying so like even if his sack numbers aren't like up to some of these other dudes type shit he's doing so much on the defensive side of the football like the cowboys defense is so much different when he's not in there Go with Micah. Hopefully, you don't see the uh, the decline. I guess you could say it's a decline, but still, when he's out there, like I, I just I think Micah wins it this year, bro. I hope he does, man.
1: You almost have to give him the Aaron Donald treatment at that at this point, and not in terms of uh, opposing offensive. They should probably think about it um, because he can wreck a game like that, but in terms of his mm-hmm. his stats, is how I want to think about it. But right he he'll probably he's gonna get his fair share of tfls and sacks and be in the backfield as much as possible and he'll drop back and get some swats and everything like that but i think the value in him is just having him more so like yeah like yes he's going to get sacks just like he will get a sack he, he's fast enough, That's what, enough bro, he's gonna get back there but you
0: bro some people be talking to like Oh, just, you know, line him up on the line and just let him go after the quarterback over and over again. You know, you want a guy like that taking down the quarterback consistently, but like having a guy like him to be able to do multiple things, that's what makes him Micah, you know, like that's what makes him so special. Yeah. You'd be able to drop him back. You'd be able, He could do whatever he wants, <laughs> you yeah, know? I mean, everyone
1: at all times is like, all right, where's number 11? Like that's yeah if he's on the line honestly
0: all it comes down to bro is dan campbell using him the right way or dan campbell quinn. uh quinn using him the right way <laughs> you know yeah i i think he give me
1: Mike. if you wanted to make him one dimensional i mean he would be great no matter what, what what way you put him obviously in coverage we saw his rookie year maybe not but hand in the dirt or on the edge off ball linebacker it really doesn't matter uh you, I, I would assume that you're going to get like a Hassan Reddick kind of guy if you put if you put Stain in the dirt up there for the league, mm. league leading in sacks at like 18 or so like somewhere around that range yeah. like he would do that if he just has his hand on the dirt or playing edge the entire time but the fact that if you wanted to rush him from the inside or from a linebacker position um, or drop him in a flat when he has his hand in the dirt it, it it's going to affect the other offense insane like insanely because you're if you're if he's on the left side your right tackle is going to have to think about him your right guard and also your running back who is potentially chipping him the block and then oh by the way he could run out to the flat and now you have to worry about your slot receiver dying to on a <laughs> on any <laughs> fucking throw to him and Mike could kill you yep. and, and it, it's just he, he's, he's just so
0: fast he's so big he's so aggressive bro he'll, he'll wear anybody out. Like he's and he'll go
1: through you, like or around you. Like he he has very very versatile <laughs> in his skill set, man. Like it, mm-hmm. I I hate that he's a cowboy. Yep,
0: that pick hit. That pick hit. So,
1: Michael Parsons being the favorite at plus four fifty, I'm going T J Watt. So T J Watt. He was my yeah. second
0: one. He was my second, but I had to go by. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't
1: blame you. So T J. He tied the record for most sacks in a single season with 22 and a half. Um, tied that with Michael Strahan. He did that in 2021. And then he got hurt last year. I think he had about eight and a half last year so.
0: Bro, have you seen the Steelers record with TJ and without TJ? I'm sure it's... Like when he's hurt and when he's healthy? It's ridiculous. Right. I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know if that's something we could look up or not. But, bro, it's like jaw-dropping.
1: okay so the Steelers have a record of 1-10 in 10 without J.J. Watt in their lineup <laughs> or T.J. Watt sorry uh, with T.J. Watt they're 59-26-2 <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: crazy isn't it yeah he's a very likable dude and uh, he's very good oh, he's very good at football I, I mean
1: J.J. Watt Three time defensive player of the year. His brother um, just retired from the Arizona Cardinals. Long career down at the Texans. Very successful career, obviously. The fact that TJ Watt could be better than that, because <laughs> he's already got one DPOY with setting the record or the record for sacks there. At 20, Twenty-two and a half.
0: It's just he's twenty-eight years old.
1: Was he the DPOY? Man? I would assume so. Yeah. So 2021, he had uh, seven pass deflections, five force fumbles, three fumbles recovered, 22 and a half sacks, 21 tackles for loss, which led the league. In 2020 and 2021, TJ Watt led the league in sacks
0: and tackles for loss. Yeah, he's a freak, back bro. Back to back years. He is a freak. That is not a bad pick at all. And plus, that's Steelers' defense, bro. Always.
1: Especially come wintertime. I I think that we should value the weather a lot more with teams. Like, you think Miami's going to go up. I, I'm sure they've done it. But Miami going up to Buffalo or New York in the snow. Miami has no chance.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't say no chance, but their chances are a lot worse. Like,
1: you take uh let's see we go from the la rams and you're like all right let's go let's go play in new york in the middle of the summer or the middle of the winter like a team that goes from playing in the dome or comes from like a warm environment going to a cold cold stadium i really like outdoor stadium
0: especially A lot worse chance to uh, do anything when it's cold if you're uh, Miami.
1: Imagine playing in cold weather and getting hit by T.J. Watt. That's not
0: fun. Imagine being in cold weather and getting hit. (laughs) Imagine being in (laughs) cold (laughs) weather. In general.
1: Okay, the big All right, Let's do, uh, do the MVP. This is, I got the most written down.
0: To okay, so I, do you wanna you wanna start yeah,
1: it? So you already know where I'm going, um, because you know you have to poke and prod and ask questions off off camera. So Joe Burrow <laughs> plus 700. That's my pick to win MVP right now. Um, Mahomes is plus 600. I think Joe's second. Burrow's the favorite. Burrow's the favorite on that
0: website. From what I'm looking at, uh huh. When I looked, it says he's plus 600. Mahomes six. Pick- oh damn.
1: Either way. So not very, I guess, not a very surprising pick, but so let me tell you how Joe Burrow has done in his career here. So uh, as I mentioned before, year one, two, seven, and 7 one 65% completion rate, 2.7K uh, yards, 13-5 to 5 touchdown interception ratio, 142 yards on the ground through touchdown. So not good, obviously. Very, very small sample size at only 10 games. But then he comes in year two, they go... He goes 10 6, 70% completion rate. Takes that step up, 4.6 thousand yards, 34 to 14 touchdown interception ratio, 118 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. In total, about 36 touchdowns. Last year, they go 12 4, so their best record uh, to date, improving on 2 and 7 and 1 to 10 and 6 to 12 and 4. This year, or last year, 68% completion rate, so right in line for year two. Four and a half K yards just under that amount. 35 t- touchdowns, 12 interceptions. One more touchdown, two less interceptions. And then rushing, he doubled his rushing yards essentially, for going from 120 to or 118 to 257. And then five touchdowns on the ground. So in total, this man had 40 touchdowns last year. And St- statistics-wise, he's not necessarily uh, getting better at throwing the ball. I mean, like 70% to 68% completion rate. So, he's, he's in the high 60s in terms of completion. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, that's... Last <laughs> last year, Geno Smith led the league with 70%. Yeah. So, the the man is um, top-tier uh, precise in terms of where he's able to place the ball. His deep ball, amazing. Uh, he can throw anything and and he, and he's, he
0: floats it, bro. Kind of, he floats that motherfucker. He's just beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I watch Russell Wilson throw the deep ball, he gets, like, some power behind it and really, like, Burrow just, like, just dropping it in, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he obviously can make any throw from anywhere, but Yeah. But, he's so good. And then
1: I, I want to bring the attention to, so they have a tough division, obviously. Like, there are a lot of good teams, a lot of good defenses but if so if I list off offensive units for you to compare, I want you to tell me who's the best out of this and, and this is more so for the winning the game's sake and not necessarily defenses but so you have burrow Chase Higgins and Mixon all arguably top 10 players at their position um, I mean Higgins not ne- not necessarily but he's a top 10 if not the number one wide receiver two in the entire NFL. Then you have Pickett, Johnson, and Pickens, and Najee. Very mid. I mean, George Pickens has the chance to be great. Uh, Pickett last year, rookie, could excel this year. Najee hasn't done very well, but considered a bell cutback. So very mid. Lamar, OBJ, Mark Andrews, and then Dobbins. Think, That's very I good. think it's a step up from the Steelers. Um, obviously, Lamar Jackson helping them a lot. OBJ is a lot older, probably not going to play a full 17 games. Zay Flowers is a rookie, so if he takes that spot, like it'll be awesome, but I'm not expecting him to have over 1,000 yards or be a, as that impactful. Uh, Mark Andrews is fading into oblivion somehow, uh, and J.K. Dobbins is hurt all the time, although has good potential. Now we look at Deshaun Watson, Amari Cooper, David Njoku, and Nick Chubb. I think Nick Chubb, obviously, the best running back in, in football. Um, you have Amari Cooper, very underrated. David Njoku, very athletic. Deshaun Watson likes to touch people. So there's a good mix down there. I think that clearly, like without a doubt, the Bengals are the best in this division in terms of offensive units. Uh, their offensive line is probably the best in the division as well, maybe battled, or rivaled by the, the Browns. Maybe. Uh, I, I just think that there's too much talent and too much going for Joe Burrow this year for him to finally take the next step, get over the 5,000 passing yard mark. I and mean, Patrick Mahomes at one point was carrying his team with 51 touchdowns thrown in the season. I don't think that's out of the question for, for Joe Burrow, especially if you get a full season of Jamar Chase,
0: T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Those are all really good points. Um, I think you might be sleeping on the Ravens a little bit. But I do think that the uh, Cincinnati's offensive group is the best in that division for sure. I don't think. I think the Ravens are going to be very, very good this year. I bro. love Odell.
1: I don't know if Odell is. Odell would be the wide receiver three on there. On the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, he'd obviously have a most specialized look in the offense because he's Odell Beckham Jr. He'd but be it's it's
0: right. kind of different, bro. Like, uh, cause you know, like obviously Higgins and Chase are like some like superstars like already established ones um Odell at a very different part of his career um but you got Flowers and Bateman who got the upside that could take off this year you know what I'm saying yeah. and Odell's a very solid guy to have in that wide receiving core so and plus, Lamar's just so dynamic Nelson with Agler. one of the best tight ends in the league. Like, I think you might be sleeping on uh, Baltimore a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore won that division. And um, I don't know. One of them wide receivers pop, bro.
1: We'll see. I also had Mark Andrews in two of my fantasy leagues last year, and I hate him. So. <laughs>
0: This um, but I do like that pick with Joe, man. You, you bring up a lot of good points. Yeah. So what,
1: what do you got, boss? Your MVP of the National Football League in 2023
0: to 2024 is? My guy, Justin Herbert. Mm. We talked about this today, so it's kind of funny. Mm. Um, I, I just think Herbert, okay. I've always liked Herbert. Um, He throws the piss out of the football. You know how we was just talking about how Burrow be lobbing him type shit? Herbert don't do that, bro. Herbert throws darts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he ended up having a pretty good year last year. Uh, Chargers went, what, 10? I got pulled up. 10 and 7. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was also 68% completion percentage. He only threw 25 touchdowns. Mm -hmm. But he had that rib injury, and that held him back. That's true. You remember when he got them ribs messed yeah. up? So this year, you got going into the season healthy, hopefully. Uh, Keenan Allen, you got Eckler, you got uh, Mike Williams. What's the rookie that they got? What's his name Rune again? Johnston. Johnson, um. With the T in there, Johnston. Johnston. Like, a lot of very... uh, They're playmakers, bro. You know, Eckler, get his ass in the end zone. Eckler will make some fucking catches out of the backfield. He will run the football. Uh, Herbert's pretty good on his legs, too. Herbert will throw the piss out of the football and get the you know you got three dudes like that lining up on the outside and not even to mention palmer bro which palmer stepped up a lot last year in situations where he needed to he's probably not going to play a whole lot this year because they're so deep but like you know if one of them guys do go down like you know palmer can get in there and make it happen too um and you got cowboys old oc there now that's gonna be i
1: think that'll make them better you know
0: if Oh, for sure, bro. You?
1: I I mean, I liked what, I liked what Kellen Moore did with the Cowboys. Uh, I think it was more so game management that, that led to the downfall of Kellen Moore. And that's not his fault. That's Mike McCarthy. Right. Potentially Dak Prescott, however you want to look at it. I don't know. I would expect an up year for Justin Herbert this year, especially with like the depth they added to wide receivers you mentioned. Their tight ends, I don't think are great, but Gerald Everett and like Trey McKitty, like it's not bad they're pretty athletic they're a lot yeah i think of the chargers i'm like all right there's four spread out wide if not like one of them is a tight end gerald everett being that because he's kind of in the middle uh and then you have austin eckler in the backfield and it's like all right we're running shotgun yep. four wide and like <laughs> just beat us like. exactly
0: <laughs> but herbert's looking for somebody deep if you don't see shit check down back yeah <laughs> That they have a very <laughs> like a potentially explosive
1: offense now, especially because you can throw a ball up on the outside single coverage. If you have single coverage on Keenan Allen, he's one probably open because he's one of the best route runners in football. Two, you have Mike Williams who will jump over anyone, and you have mm. Quinn Johnson who will jump over anyone. So very good, uh, very good weapons to have.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna go as far to say that I think they're going to win the division, but um I don't I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that does happen. You think he's going I definitely
1: to think... lose the division and win the MVP? Potentially. that would be pretty impressive, honestly.
0: I guess that's a good point, bro. Probably not. They're gonna win the fucking division. No, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean they could You think that could happen? Has that ever happened? I'm not, I don't know. I don't even know how if I could look that up.
0: MVP who didn't win their division? That's a good point. Well, now I'm, I got to root for the Chargers to win the fucking division. So, Are the Chiefs a wild card this year?
1: 26 MVPs have advanced the Super Bowl but lost more than they've won. 15 losses, 11 wins. I don't know when this is from. Um, nine loss in the conference championship, 13 in the divisional round, and three loss in the wild card. So there have only been two MVPs ever that have missed the playoffs and won MVP. John Unitas and OJ Simpson.
0: Wow. You think Justin Herbert could be added to that list? I mean, he could. I don't think. Their defense is going to have to be shit. But right? the thing is that... Because that's going to mean Buku numbers for Herbert and them still lose somehow. The, the thing is... Right? You,
1: like, I understand like you were saying their defense like has to be shit if they're not going to win the division and Herbert wins EVP, that kind of thing. But you tell me how a defense with Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, Derwin James, JC Jackson, and a bunch of other people I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that those four guys specifically, if you have a defense with those four guys, there's seven other people you have to figure out on, on the defense. You can find seven people to stand there because those four guys are fucking disgusting. Your edges are taken care of. Your two safety spots or your safety spot and your your number one corner. Like you you don't have to don't have to worry about those.
0: They're gross. Alright, so are you telling me that I think the Chargers are gonna win the division? I'm convincing myself. <laughs> I like them. I like that pick. Yeah, me too. I'm not a- they always just get fucking hurt, bro. They're so exciting, and then they get hurt. I mean, Brandon Staley blows it's like, the
1: largest God. league in playoff history.
0: Yeah. Yeah, give me Herbert MVP. Let's move on uh, to our Super Bowl. Picks. Oh yeah, I didn't
1: even.
0: That's last to finish up episode twenty, right before. We get into football season. I yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. um, can't remember if I made a prediction already or not. For a Super Bowl? Yeah, Ball? like within our... Our group chat or anything? Just like in general. Do you have yours? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, go ahead and do yours. I didn't even write mine down. All right. So. Your 2023 Super Bowl
0: matchup from Michael Chandler Dix. I've convinced myself that the Baltimore Ravens
1: mm, that's why you were- are going
0: to be ridiculous this year. That's why you're on me so, with that. I'm taking them, uh, I don't know, man, just to have a magical year. Hopefully, um, they stay healthy. Lamar, more importantly than anyone. He's got his money. So, maybe he's, uh, they said towards the end of the season last year, there is speculation? Is that the right word? Speculation. (laughs) Speculation. Speculation.
1: That, skeptic. You, uh, he was mindset, uh, skeptic and spec,
0: speculate. All right, so there was speculation that uh <laughs> he was sitting out uh, because he didn't have no money and he was trying to do what was best for him and he wasn't actually hurt. Well, that's gonna be out the way. He got a fucking lot of money now and he got the receiving core that improved. They didn't have. You know, it's much improved. Uh, The defense was really good last year. Um, You got the head coach there. Very uh, well-respected head coach. Um, The Ravens always play good football.
1: You have the greatest kicker of all time.
0: Greatest kicker of all time. They just got a a lot that I like. Um, They have a new OC as well. What's his name? They got rid of
1: Greg Roman. Um, I can't remember his name, but... He, he with the chief, or at some point they they brought in a pass uh, a pass first offensive coordinator. Essentially. Yeah, so the 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 wide receivers on the team are going to see a step up this year. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to watch Baltimore play this year. Uh, they're going to be on my TV every game that they're you know mm-hmm. they're playing just because you know I, they got a lot of exciting dudes. Um, and Lamar's so sick. So, yeah, give me Baltimore uh, versus the Dallas Cowboys. Um, This is the year for Dak, bro. And if it's not, you know, we'll see. But uh, I do think this is the year, you know, we just had our MVP predictions. Give me Dak 2, if that means anything. He's going to finish second MVP um, behind Herbert. But... This is the year the Cowboys get it all. Put it all together. Dak comes through in the big games and the playoffs this year. You know he's going to be good in the regular season. He always is. The picks ain't going to happen again. Defense is probably the best defense in the league. If not, top five easy. Um, Hopefully Pollard stays healthy. That kind of concerns me. Um, You know, we lost to the Niners in that game. Pollard got hurt. Um, we had CD and Gallup was not 100% last year as our receiving core. Bringing in Cooks. Cooks, Gallup, CD, much improved. Uh, it's going to be nice. And Stefan Gilmore on the defensive side as the addition. Gilmore with Diggs what are you gonna do with that you know you ain't gonna do shit so <laughs> I, like it, I like it so yeah give me the cowboys bro dak play good in the playoffs please <laughs> so <sighs>
1: who you got uh this is off the dome here and i'm gonna be called stupid by you and you're gonna laugh at me real quick uh so from the afc i will follow up and joe burrow I think that he's just going to keep going. Zach Taylor, I have his coaches of the year. So, this, I mean, it was kind of telling that I think the Bengals are going to have a great year this year. So I got the Bengals for the AFC side. And the NFC side, so you've got Cowboys. I think the Eagles could obviously do it again. They did it last year. Um, and their defense, mm-hmm. I mean, their defense lost a lot of pieces, but they've added a lot of young young pieces. And they're pretty,
0: pretty. I mean, it's really just the three from the NFC, right? Who's your three? Eagles, Cowboys, Niners. Like that's it. Who who else is in the, is in the NFC that you think could you just could do it? Weird you
1: just put the Cowboys in that conversation, but my thought initially is so you got the Eagles and you have the 49ers, okay? So the 49ers finally have their wow. quarterback settled, Brock Purdy. And you think that I would go for them? Give me the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins is going to pull it out this year. I, their offense was fantastic. Their defense obviously needs to pick it up. They bring in Brian Flores. I thought they brought in Brian Flores to be their DC.
0: I think that's right. Yeah, because he was in Pittsburgh last yeah. year. and this, Yeah, you're right. Flores they brought, is they
1: right. got a, got a new DC. They're at, their head coach is an offensive mastermind. They have a very good offense. Uh, you add Jordan Addison, who I think could be a baby Jay Jettis for them. Um, not necessarily in the terms of them both going for a 10 for 100 every game, but in the terms of getting separation and uh, the ability, Jordan Addison's going to be very good for them. AJ Hawkinson just got paid a thousand bajillion, good zillion dollars <laughs> uh, to play tight end. He's not the highest paid tight end in the NFL.
0: While. Nice hair TJ Yeah, yeah for real a Nice flow
1: <laughs> I I think I'm a lot I'm bigger on the Vikings Than a lot of people And I've, I've talked about it In older podcast Like yeah They were the worst 10-0 and team of all time In consideration Of their score differential uh, I I would expect Their defense Takes a bump up here This year But I, I do think that The division is pretty weak uh, You get to the Packers You don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore Jordan Love could be good I don't think that they they take that step. I don't think that team is all that great Uh, outside of um, Jordan Love. I don't think Jordan Love is all that great either. I
0: like your AFC pick, Peanut. Uh, I like your AFC pick. Vikings, Bengals.
1: I think that would be pretty interesting, too. You got Justin Jefferson. Do you
0: think the Vikings are going to be that good again this year? They were this good last year.
1: Like. 13
0: and 4 or whatever the fuck they went. The same team that got bounced by the Giants in the playoffs. You think they're going to go to the Super they're Bowl? I go uh, i
1: write it down. See, this is also kind of selfish too in a way because so my sister-in-law's brother <laughs> is actually a trainer for the Vikings.
0: Oh, really? That's pretty cool. So,
1: it would I would like for them to, to win cuz I I can see his a, a Super Bowl ring anytime he's over at a family event or anything like that. So, uh. Hell yeah. But, yeah. Vikings, Bengals.
0: Vikings, Bengals. I like the AFC pick. I do. <laughs> Fuck you. Give me, give me a sleeper. Give me one that the, the uh, could happen. But, no, give me a uh, sleeper like a one. Pick for unlikely one. An unlikely one to happen. So, yeah, give me one that's like you would give a 1% chance of happening. All right. So, like, let me think of my AFC
1: Hmm. See, I'm looking up in the AFC North, and I think that AFC North is amazing. Any? Do you think any one of those teams could win it? I don't think the Browns could.
0: I think the Ravens could. I think the Bengals could. In a I, crazy fucked up world, the uh, Steelers could. Like,
1: I think th- I, I, Yeah. You know, my thought is, uh, so shout out the Dixes. My thought is Cowboys Steelers.
0: Cowboys Steelers. It won't happen,
1: but it would be cool. That would be you know, nuts. Like, you got bro. two of the older franchises in the league, like, and then you get to talk shit to your dad. Um, <laughs> T.J. Watt versus Micah Parsons. Uh, Jesus. I mean that saying that Kenny Pickett is going to be in the Super Bowl means that like, he takes a step up and is like potentially a top fifteen, top ten quarterback in the league. So then at that point you got Kenny Pickett versus Dak, both guys who can fucking sling the rock. Kenny Pickett maybe hasn't had the game management skills or the dude. Decision. Do you
0: know how much a disaster for the NFL that would be if the Steelers, bro? Pickett, Lawrence, Mahomes, Burrow, uh, Herbert, uh, Lamar. Who Bryce else is Young, in the man. AFC? This is all yeah. AFC. Uh, this is all AFC. That's six. All and AFC. Rogers, uh, Rogers. <laughs> uh, Josh, Allen. Josh Allen, dude. That's like, <laughs> I mean,
1: you had Kenny Pickett in there. Jesus. I need him. I need him to sling it out there. I think he's got it.
0: There's just no quarterbacks in the NFC,
1: bro.
0: Bryce Young. You got Kenny Pickett. Bryce yeah. Young, Jalen Hurts. But that would be fucking crazy, dude. Um. My my one-in-a-million pick would be give me the Chargers against who's a sneaky NFE, NFC team. They all That's suck besides talking. the Cowboys. I was thinking
1: about it. Bro, they're bad. NFC is bad. You go to the NFC South, not a good football team there. Like The Saints and the Panthers, I think, are the best two teams there. You like the Falcons. The Bucks are not good. We'll go ahead and say that. The Bucks are terrible. But none of those teams are competing for a Super Bowl this year. Maybe the Saints if any. But no. You have the NFC East, uh, and you got like Cowboys, Eagles could probably participate in the Super Bowl if they wanted to. Um, and the Giants, I mean, made it for the playoffs last year. The Commanders.
0: Give me Chargers Bears. You Chargers Bears. That would be a fire Super Bowl. Chandler. Herbert slinging it all over the place and Fields running it all over the place?
1: Uh, yeah. Chandler. What? How many games did the Chicago Bears win last year? Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I two. Yeah. No, I don't see that that jump from Justin Fields, but... Hey, Chicago uphill. It, it could be. I mean, the only way down from two is one and zero, so <laughs> like, you fucking better hope.
0: Yeah, Chicago trending up. Trust me.
1: <laughs> I'm so glad that whenever I turn on like public TV, like live TV now, it's not a Bears game. Because you know how fucking often. Bro,
0: speaking of that, uh, this is a random ass thing that j- just made me think of it. Did you see Harrison Bader just got released from the Yankees? Yeah, they put him on waivers and the. Did red. you see how he found out? Did you see how he found mm-hmm. out? He was in the clubhouse making like a bowl of cereal or something in the kitchen uh, area of the facility. Mm-hmm. Sports Center was up on the TV. Harrison Bader released from the or claimed by the put on waivers. He nobody told him. He was literally like got done hitting batting practice or something. I'm sure in the clubhouse making a bowl of cereal or fucking doing something in the kitchen. He's looking up at the TV. Oh, (laughs) how do you not? Is that not crazy? How do you not? How do
1: you do business and not? You're not doing business with money. You're doing business with people like, at that point. Okay. Like, okay. I'm, we're going to let Harrison Bader be out there for anybody to just take off of our hands. Like, Hey, Harrison, we're doing this. Oh, okay. Thank you. That would give me the, yeah, poten- for give me real. the potential. <laughs> no heads yeah. up. Apparently give me the potential to go play for a playoff team and the reds like might be in the playoffs. So
0: that's wild. <laughs> mm-hmm it wasn't uh, all right man I think that was a pretty damn good episode you ready to wrap it hell up yeah hell yeah so oh one last question before we before we wrap it up uh so our next episode that we release 21 21 uh, 21 w- our fantasy matchup will be over right
1: no it'll just be before it started.
0: Okay, well, final prediction for who wins in our week one matchup against each other. Me go. Okay. What, what um, do you
1: think? What do you think, Wins?
0: I think. Uh, I think you have a really good team, Shut and the fuck uh, up. it'll be a good matchup. And I think you're gonna win too.
1: That just you just made me think about it. Do you see the Jimmy G interview? Uh,
0: no, I so did not. someone. Oh yes, I did. Someone I did. Was like, so,
1: what do you think, or how do you think that they've done handling that situation? What do he was you like? Think? How do you think they? <laughs> <he said>, I <laughs> think it's messy to put it to put it lightly or nicely. And he's like, "Yeah, it's messy." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did see that. Fuck Yeah. But he was- yes. Yeah. I think uh, that's a good way to enter the the fantasy week is to stay humble. And that's what I'm doing. I think you're going to win it. And uh, I think it's going to be a hell of a battle. But I do think your team is going to. It's going to trump mine.
1: I appreciate that. It takes a big man to. To mention that. We're also not going to mention that you're projected 10 points higher than me. We're not going to say that.
0: It's more than 10. It's like 10 and a half. No, it's more. Let's go look at it right now <laughs> it's like 13 i think oh fuck but it's 13. anyway you're 25. gonna 5 this means you're gonna win bro i believe in you
1: Bryce Young's going for 50 the first game
0: <laughs> but yeah i think that's
1: a that's a wrap man yeah thank you for watching uh, and listening Made it this far. Like, subscribe, comment, send to your mom, do whatever you want. Follow. Yeah, got and the share. NFL season coming up. And We're about to be freaking steaming every single week. We come on here on Tuesdays. We'll start recording on Tuesdays, posting on Thursdays, and then it'll just be like, Did you fucking see what the fuck just happened? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and we'll talk about our fantasy team. Yeah. Big
0: football. things coming, bro. I'm so excited. It's to look a lot like, like All right. Catch you later. All right. Peace.